Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time for the latest on the Brewers, Bucks, and Packers with the Fan Afternoon Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. The Fan Afternoon Show coming to you live from the Lakeland University Studios, offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. It's a special hour of the Fan Afternoon Show because we're going to be giving away some state fair tickets. Listen to the Fan Afternoon Show through Wednesday through tomorrow for your chance to win four tickets to the 2022 Wisconsin State Fair going on starting Thursday and going through August 14th at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Go to wistatefair.com for more information. Sam, it is officially past the trade deadline. So you you might hear one or two of these trickle in because they came to the league office at the last minute, but I'm assuming what you're about to say is pretty much the cap. It is, and unfortunately it's not looking good. If you're hoping the Brewers were going to add a bat, I'll you know just run through some of the trades that happened while we were talking with Bart Winkler. Michael Fulmer goes to the Minnesota Twins, pitcher. Noah Syndergaard goes from the Los Angeles Angels to the Philadelphia Phillies, another pitcher on the move. Let's see. What else do we got here? Cardinals are acquiring left-handed pitcher Jordan Montgomery from the New York Yankees. So the Yankee or the Cardinals get Jose Quintana and Jordan Montgomery at the trade deadline. Yankees are also trading for Pablo Lopez from the Miami Marlins, who has been having a great season. So on top of Frankie Montas and their pitching staff, they're also getting Pablo Lopez from the Miami Marlins. And in the Jordan Montgomery trade to the St. Louis Cardinals, in exchange, the Cardinals are trading Harrison Bader, to the New York Yankees. Um, let's see, what else do we got here? A couple other trades. Mets acquire Michael Givens. And I believe Whit Merrifield just got traded from the Kansas City Royals to the Toronto Blue Jays as well. Okay. So that's it for right now. Once again, hopefully a few more trades trickle in, especially if you're a Brewers fan. Hopefully one trickles in about them acquiring a bat. But so far, not looking good for the Milwaukee Brewers on offense. So it's Estiuri Ruiz. That's the bat. I think that's it. I think Estuary Ruiz is going to be splitting time with Tyrone Taylor eventually before the playoffs, and looks like that's David Stern's plan, which, whew. I mean, you look at Ruiz's numbers in the minors and all that, and okay, there's there's some speed, there's some speed that you're working with there, but how much of that is actually true because of you know the minors experimenting with stolen bases and shortening the length and then the wider bases? I don't know, man. I mean, he's a great. It looks like he's a great defender too. But if that's your plan, and that was your upgrade at center field, 
I'd rather just probably stick with Tyrone Taylor, to yeah. be honest. I'd, I'd be I'd be curious to know, and, and this is something that we'll never know, but I'd be curious to know how much of this was pursuit of a bat that didn't come to fruition, right? And it's and it's not you don't get an award for you tried in a situation like this, but I wonder if you know the Brewers were in on four guys, and for whatever reason the circumstances took all four of them to other places, and you know it didn't work out for the Brewers. I wonder if that was the case. I, I imagine David Stearns made some attempt. I hope so, but like once again, even the guys that were aside from Josh Bell, the guys who were rumored about the Milwaukee Brewers, I mean. Some of these guys, I haven't heard a single peep on. I mean, Wilson Contreras was another bat that was rumored that was probably going to be moved at the deadline. And according to Ken Rosenthal, the Cubs are not trading Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ, according to The Athletic. They're so hanging on to him. Right, interesting. But along with that, I mean, Ramon Laureano, a couple other guys that haven't been traded. I'm kind of surprised. We had a lot. Of, we obviously had the Juan Soto trade, Frankie Montas, Luis Castillo. A lot of the top names that were involved with the deadline did get traded, but a lot of the other guys that seemed like automatic moves for the other teams aren't looks like are staying where they're put. Wow, interesting. I, it's for some teams it makes sense. For some, I don't really quite get it. But who knows? Every organization has a different, you know, different mindset, different model. Yeah, and once again, want to hear from you guys. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. You guys can talk about the Josh Hader trade. The Trevor, the Trevor Rosenthal trade, so which say with a straight face. My goodness, I don't know what they were doing. And then on top of that, we had the Matt Bush acquisition as well. But once again, unless we get something else that trickles in after the trade deadline happened, uh, nothing going on for the Milwaukee Brewers when it comes to adding on offense. So you guys can talk about that. 414-677-1250. And also, we're giving away four free Wisconsin State Fair tickets. Make sure to call in and give your thoughts on the trade deadline as well. And I'm um, just kind of surprised. Once again, we're getting a lot of, you know, tweets from some of the insiders on guys who are not being moved uh, according to robert murray the giants are not trading carlos rodon or jock peterson wow that's yeah. another shocker there rodon it made sense to trade him because he's a free agent once again after this year he can be and he can get more money but unfortunately you know there's there's some money that could have been involved with rodon for another team if he was going to get traded even more money so I, I get why teams didn't want to bite on rodon but jock peterson seemed like an automatic, especially after the Juan Soto trade. Like, I don't know how you can look yourself in the mirror if you're a Giants front office and be like, "Yeah, let's still keep this team together because we're definitely going to be competing." Yeah, we'll be we'll be making a run at the Dodgers and the Padres who just spent bazillions of dollars to get guys. Yeah, that's difficult. I I think we talked about this uh, when we were preparing for the show, Sam. I I thought that uh, this was uh, this was a time where David Stearns would have gone to the Giants and been like, you know. Right. This we division's about to get away from you. It's like, I know this is kind of rushed with talks. I mean, we weren't talking before, but um, if you guys, I mean, we're clearly competing for a division title, and let's be honest, you guys probably won't be with yeah. the Juan Soto trade and the L.A. Dodgers also in your division. I mean, why not just give Jock Peterson away, who is clearly on a one-year deal and is a rental? But also, I mean, we haven't even gotten confirmation yet, but it looks like, you know, the Boston Red Sox are standing pat. So it looks like, unless we get anything new that comes in via Twitter, Looks like the Red Sox are sticking with Xander Bogarts, obviously. And then J.D. Martinez, a guy who I was certainly hoping for, Kevin, and made some sense if you wanted to add a guy who was a DH, but could have been definitely a premier bat for this lineup. Looks like some of these teams who uh, were looking to be sellers are, are – I don't, I don't even know if you can call the Red Sox sellers. I don't know what the hell they were doing. Trading away Christian Vasquez, and then you get Tommy Pham and Eric Hosmer, but those guys, it looks like they're staying in Boston as well. So I, I am very surprised right now. And once again – 
414-677-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 in the fan. If you guys got anything you want to talk about with the trade deadline, it'd be the fact that so far the Brewers haven't added another bat aside from Asturia Ruiz and the Josh Hader trade, or you can talk about any of the other trades made by the Brewers. You can also talk some Packers. We're talking about Christian Watson as well, but want to get want to get you guys to call in now. We're actually talking. We're giving away four free Wisconsin State Fair tickets as well. So once again, 414-677-1250. A random caller will be our lucky winner today. Let's get out to the phone lines. Get out to Trap in Brown Deer. You're on the fan. How's it going, guys? Doing well, Trap. Yep. Uh, so you know, this is a pick a lane, and I I, I love hearing you guys. And uh, so I'm going to start with the Packers in their receiving quarter, right? Go ahead. Yeah, man. Okay, so Amari Rogers got to step it up. Sammy Watkins got to step it up. I, I know that was one of the questions, right? Um, all these guys got to get in the playbook. In the playbook, you know, it, it's bigger than what they think, you know. I never played at the professional level or n- not even a uh, college level. But technically, you know, they're bigger than what they are. You just, you know, everything, formations go off this, and you got your hot reads and stuff. So they, they just got, uh, they, uh, Josh Hader, you know, let's, let's see what the Brewers done. I'm I'm done talking about that. And uh, uh, about GMs, you know, uh, why did Stearns make the move? I think, you know, it's Milwaukee's, uh, yeah. It's a crapshoot, you know. You try to do the best what what you got, and do we want the Packers of the '80s? And um, uh, but anyway, for for uh, you know, I, I'd love you know for for your program. I want everybody from 12:50 a.m. the fan in Milwaukee, you know, uh, to be on a desert island because we'll get back. What? <laughs> he's saying no, that, I, you, well, I, I I like the optimism trap, but I don't want to be stuck on a deserted island. He's saying that he's saying you you guys are resourceful enough to make it back home. Though, oh right? no, trust me, us no, radio. No, no, no. What, what what I'm saying is is we'll all make it back. We'll figure it out. That's the way we always do it. Look, Rodney man, might have to come back from Sacramento no. with a boat. <laughs> no, Trav, ah! Trav, I'm gonna. Yeah. I appreciate the phone call. All right, man. Yeah. All right. Love you, man. Said he did, um, did he just say Sacramento with a boat? Uh, look, dude, I know Rami, and that guy is the first one. If if we all have to like look at somebody for food and all that, Rami is the first one because that guy is not lasting more than a day on a stranded island. That dude, I know himself. He would admit that that guy is not equipped to be on a deserted island. And, I mean, look, at the end of the day, too, if you put us radio guys, the radio guys really are the last people that you want to be with on a deserted island when you think about it. Because, look – there's a reason we're talking about sports and not playing sports at the end of the day. And on top of that, we're lazy. We don't, we we're completely different than when we're on the air. Half of us don't like people like myself. <laughs> I mean, just all I'm saying is if we're on a deserted Island, chances are we're not going to make it all back. I mean, but, but survivalist skills are something that you don't, I don't think you know if you have them until you have to find out if you have them. You I know? don't want to know if I have them. No, that's a good point. <laughs> all right, let's get out to the phone lines. Once again, 414-677-1250. A chance for you guys to randomly win four free Wisconsin State Fair tickets. Let's go to Alan Cedarberg. You're on the afternoon show. What's up, Al? Hey, gentlemen. How's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, man. So, you know, I love Bart. I think Bart's a phenomenal man. But at this point, you know, he's becoming – he should become one of the third old curmudgeons in the Muppets that just sit and talk trash about everybody else because – 
the negativity, we have to be a little bit more optimistic here, gentlemen. And the reason I'm saying that is a lot of you hit the nail on the head. We don't know nearly as much about baseball as their front office does. And quite frankly, if any of us had the type of money that Antonazio had, he's in that position for a reason because he's good with business and he clearly understands what he's doing for the most part. He wouldn't be an owner of a professional team. So I just want to like get that out of the way. Like it's not, (laughs) if people could do it as easily as some talk about, we'd all be doing it. And that's why you guys are on the radio. And that's why I'm even 12 steps below calling in. So (laughs) that's just that. And then, the only thing I'm a diehard Bucks fan. You know, I've been calling about the Bucks for years now, and to compare what we're doing to the Herb Cole era is asinine. And the reason I'm saying that is the Bucks. Yes, we're scraping for the seventh and eighth seed, sometimes not even getting in. The Brewers, over the course of the last seven years, have been consistently competing for the playoffs and the division. That that's not even the same thing. The Bucks had one little run in all 2000 2001. The rest of the time was spent signing guys like Dan Gadzarich to $36 million contract, giving Bobby Simmons $50 million. And so, like, there's, very, there's a big difference. So I think let's not go that far, and let's just see what happens. And next year there's more flexibility, I think, with the payroll. And baseball's a weird sport. So let's just see what happens, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I'm excited to listen to what you guys have to say. You got it. You got it. Hey, listen, first of all, that's that's <laughs> you we need a voice of reason, okay? And you and you may be that voice of reason. So we appreciate that and we appreciate the call. It's uh, it is it is a difficult thing. I and, and look, I when when someone says, Look, you don't know the inner workings, you don't know as much about baseball as the people running the team, he's right. I mean, I I've I've watched the game my whole life, but I don't I he's right. I don't know what David Stearns knows. I also don't know the inner workings of relations with a player and that it was brought up earlier in the show that maybe something happened with Hader himself. I, I'm not trying to throw that out as a as a thing, but it's it's possible. Right. It's a possibility. Uh we do have another trade, Kevin, that did happen that just trickled in. Aha. Uh unfortunately does not involve the Brewers. Oh. It's a reliever going from the Los Angeles Angels, uh, Rysel Iglesias. He's going to the Atlanta Braves. Really? Yeah. Okay. Iglesias, former closer, was a dominant closer right. uh, in that in that time frame. Won't be a closer anymore. I know the Braves traded Will Smith yesterday to the Houston Astros, and I thought that meant that Spencer Strider was going to go back into the bullpen, maybe. But I guess uh looks like Iglesias might be a setup guy for them. Not sure, but that's interesting. Once again, we'll continue to give you guys trades that continue to trickle in, but so far, nothing involving the Brewers when it comes to offense. 414-677-1250. We do have our winner today for four free Wisconsin State Fair tickets. And once again, we'll be giving away tickets. Tomorrow is our last day on the afternoon show that we'll be giving away tickets. But our winner today is Jack. Jack, you're on the fan. How you doing, guys? Good. Congratulations on the tickets. Were you planning on going there beforehand, or are you just doing this now? Um, no, I want to go. I'm going. I already took off next Friday. I booked it out about a month ago, so that was that was huge for me to win. So thanks <laughs> right. a lot. No problem. Congratulations. And you got anything on the Brewers that you want to say about the trade deadline or no? Well, I mean, the question I have in the end is, I mean, do we have the hitting? I mean, is it going to be timely enough? Is it going to be, you know, we have the pitching or we're going to have enough support? That's the only question I have. You know, it's so hot and cold. Right. Jack, appreciate the phone call. Congratulations on the free tickets, and we'll get your info later on. All right. All right. Thanks. Yeah, it's, a, you, Jack. it's an interesting point, man. It's an interesting conversation because it looks like unless we hear anything new from any of the insiders on Twitter via the trade deadline or stuff like that, I mean, it looks like this is the team that you got, along with probably Asturias Ruiz in a couple of weeks, who will probably be called up from AAA. But 
I don't know, Kevin. I, look, this team is clearly good enough on offense, especially with how they've been performing, and hopefully they can keep it up after the All-Star break. It's good enough to win the NL Central, mm-hmm. but my whole thing is, once again, I think I said in the beginning of the show, it's not are the Brewers good enough to get in the playoffs, it's are they good enough to actually win series. Right. And when you go up against the Padres, Dodgers, Mets, this lineup compared to theirs, they have just as good as pitching, too. I mean, I, I, I don't know, Kevin. It's basically... This trade deadline, standing pat from a bat standpoint at the deadline, means that you are making a bet, that the 2022 season comes down to making a bet that the offense you have is the offense that will be good enough to do this. And you've seen two different offenses. You saw the entire first half of the season where there were these prolonged slumps, dry periods for the offense, dry spells. And that's it's difficult uh, because at that point you think, well, they needed a couple of bats. I remember not that long ago sitting here and saying, would one bat be enough? If they acquired one big bat, would that be enough? And the consensus, eh, maybe not. Maybe it wouldn't be enough. After the All-Star break, they've made some adjustments. A couple of the players have talked about it, too, that they this was a, a conscious adjustment that they made. And the offense has definitely been better. And if it stays that way, then the bet pays off. But what it comes down to, Sam, is it is a bet. It's a bet by the front office that the offense that they have now right. is good enough. Yeah. And I don't know. It, I mean, look, at the end of the day, we've, anything, if you get into the postseason in baseball, anything can happen. But I just look at you know this lineup compared to what we were talking about with the Dodgers and you know, the, the Padres and the Mets and a lot of those teams, they have multiple, especially the Dodgers, they have multiple MVPs in one lineup and the Brewers have one who is not even an MVP candidate right now. I don't know. It's just, I could see them making, maybe winning a series or two, but I don't know if I'd be able to, like we've done previously on the show with Rami and I, I couldn't quote unquote, put it on my mama that they're going to win the <laughs> world series, but we'll see. I mean, unless we hear anything else, it looks like this is the team that David Stearns is going with for the rest of the second half of the season and in the postseason. Let's get to the phone lines, 414-677-1250. It's got to Mike in West Dallas. Mike, you're on the fan. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Doing well, Mike. Good. So I think you guys are, are looking at it not not as the glass half empty, but the glass is just barren. There's just nothing. <laughs> there's just nothing in the glass. Because prior to the trades yesterday, the Brewers had four good relievers, Boxberger, Hayter, Miller, uh, Milner, and Williams. Their biggest issue was depth in the bullpen. They didn't once they got past those guys, there really wasn't any anybody else to pick up those high leverage innings. With Taylor Rogers, he was an All Star last year, so it's not like the guy isn't talented. You know, Matt Bush. I, I know you guys say he's thirty six years old. What do I? The guy could be fifty years old, but if he throws ninety seven and he's got a sub three RA, what do I care what his age is? You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's irrelevant for how good he's pitching this year. And Lament, you know, we saw what they did with Paul Morantz a couple of years ago with a guy that's as talented as Lament and throws 96 miles an hour. And Ruiz, you know, his minor league numbers, his career minor league numbers as a 23-year-old, 281 batting average, 360 on base, 450 slugging, and he steals 50 bags a year. I mean, are those numbers good, or is there something that I'm missing here why everybody is just kind of poo-pooing uh, these moves, as well as Uri's. I think he's a, a, a really good prospect, and I think he'd be a hell of a lot better in center field than Tyrone Taylor, who's going to hit 220 for you. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll keep you here because we want to get your thoughts on this. We want to obviously have a chance to rebuttal. But, I mean, I think if anything, Kevin and I have been more optimistic about Matt Bush and, you know, Denelson Lamette and, you know, Taylor Rogers than most of the people here at the station. But 
I think we're we're talking about the Josh Hader trade probably with a negative perspective just because of the economics of baseball and the Brewers are oh, doing sure. this mainly yeah, because absolutely. you know of the fact that they have to pay Hader at arbitration next year and it's clear that they didn't want to do that. But look, I mean, at the end of the day, we were talking about I think you know with Tim Allen, especially in the post game shows, which by by the way, tonight's post game show is going to be electric. Oh baby, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But we've always talked. We were talking about it even before the deadline. Like we just wanted like at least another arm along with Jake McGee just to give Boxberger and, and Gott and, and Williams a little bit of a break where you didn't have to rely on them as much. People are going to point at Nelson Lamette's ERA and Matt Bush's age and everything, but they're clearly if you have more numbers and you have more guys in that bullpen, I like what the Brewers are doing. And Taylor Rogers, look, we've all been wanting Devin Williams to get a shot at the closer role. He's going to be the closer, and you could argue he's more unhittable than Josh Hader with the pitch that he throws. I don't think it's that bad. It's just I, my whole thing is, and I like Ruiz and what he brings to the table, but my whole thing is, okay, but are these guys legitimate World Series contenders? And I can't, sure. I, I, can't, yeah. I, can't no, I, I can't look myself in the mirror. I can say that with like the Padres, with Soto, Machado, and Tatis, and the Dodgers, with Freeman, Turner, and Mookie Betts. I, can't, I, I can make a case with the Brewers, but I don't know if I can look myself in the mirror and you know, guarantee that they're World Series contenders. That's where I'm coming from. I don't know about you, Kevin. Yeah, it's well, I, I think that – the the trades that have been made are going to help the team in in some ways down the road. There are prospects that come in. I think I think the thought was you saw the Brewers and you thought this team would be is is really good and has the chance to be pennant winners maybe with a little addition and that addition just didn't didn't come. I think Ruiz could be fine, but Ruiz has like twenty three at bats at the big league level, so it's just it's sure. tough to it's tough to to insert that into the hopes of twenty twenty two. That's that's what I'm saying. Sure. Sure. Here's what I'll say. And I agree with you guys. I mean, I really think they needed to add a legit major league bat. They didn't do that. I, as a result, I think it would take a miracle uh, for them to win a world series at this point with, with the lineup they have and what the Dodgers and what the Mets have. But a person can't sit here and say they didn't get a lot you know, better as a baseball team in terms of the depth of their bullpen. And then, you know, I, I know there's a lot of ifs in here, right? You know, it's not like all these guys are, are all-stars this year, but they're talented players. You know, I think the Brewers' uh, pitching staff, coaching staff, has proven that they can really do a good job, develop talent. I mean, a couple of years ago, everybody was ready to write off Corbin Burns, right? Yeah. I mean, he had a 5 yeah. ERA, and we're like, this dude's a bust. And now, you know, he's probably going to get a $30 million a year contract when he hits free agency. So I just think we need to give, you know, Stearns a chance here. But what I will say, I, I am very disappointed they didn't acquire a legit major league bat. That's the only thing I'll say. But right. otherwise, I like the moves. I think they got better. And, you know, you never know. Maybe there's a Cinderella carpet ride this year. You know, you never know. Mike, appreciate so. the phone call as always. Thank yep. you, Mike. Hey, that man that man does some research. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate that. I I, I, I like what he's saying because, look, at the end of the day, people are going to be – I've heard fans, you know, today and yesterday before I walked in the studio, I heard one fan say that he's forever going to hold a grudge against the Brewers for the Josh Hader trade. And I get it, but, I mean, let's be honest. You're still – you're still – playoff you're still gonna be in the playoffs this year you're still gonna have a shot just getting in there and who knows what can happen against other teams but like I said some of those other teams just look like juggernauts but Taylor Rogers a lot of people want to talk about how he got demoted from being a closer right before he got traded but look Taylor Rogers in a lesser situation being the setup guy and Devin Williams as your closer maybe that helps him out maybe that helps him get back on track and I, I don't want to air all of our off-air conversations and put it on blast, but like I was talking with Toby Altizer, and granted, he was a little heated because his guy Juan Soto got traded, but he was talking about Denelson Lamets, you know, nine ERA 
and uh, all the other guys the Brewers traded for, Matt Bush and all that. And I was like, well, who do you trust more to help, you know, figure it out when it comes to tweaking something like Mike brought up with Corbin Burns in the pitching lab in Arizona? Who do you trust more, the San Diego Padres or the Milwaukee Brewers? Right. Who has a better track record of bringing in random guys and getting something out of them that they probably wouldn't do with other teams? Yeah, Drew Pomerantz, great example, yeah. guy they got at the deadline who you thought would be okay but was absolutely lights out, just dynamite. Uh, it's it's true, and they they have a chance to turn what they got. David Stearns went, went sort of bargain basement hunting and found some things that could be some things, you know. But there's a leap of faith there. You got to you got to put the work in, and they've got to buy into what you're selling. And and for all of that to happen, for the players to improve, there are a few steps that have to be taken. Right. That's, that's the tough part of it. Uh, Pick a Lane continues here. The Fan Afternoon Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Continues in a moment. The Fan Afternoon Show. Never miss a moment from the fan again with the free Odyssey app. You can download the Fan Afternoon Show and listen whenever and wherever works best for you. Also, check out 2400 Sports MLB coverage with big-time baseball. Former players Cody Decker, Tony Gwynn Jr., along with MLB insider John Heyman, sit down every week to cover all the moving parts of MLB on the field, in the clubhouse, and the front office. These guys have you covered with complete breakdowns of every team and individual player worth noting on a week-to-week basis. New episodes of big-time baseball every Monday on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcasts. Talking trade deadline, Kevin Holden, Sam Schmidt, Sammy... uh, the, uh, the 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 reaction from the Brewers continues to trickle in from Pittsburgh. Has not sounded like a lot of happy people. No, and I'm getting a lot of tweets from uh, our previous topic and all that, saying like, "What are you hoping the Brewers were doing it at the trade deadline?" And a lot of people are saying, "Sell the team, Mark." So Brewers fans obviously not happy. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. We'll hear from Brandon Woodruff in a couple minutes, who spoke about Josh Hader being traded. But let's get out to the phone lines. Lewis on the north side. You're on the afternoon show. What's up, Lewis? What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? It's never good when you sell your best player. And, Frank, that's what the Brewers did yesterday. You know, like, like he said, they're, they're, it's hard to 
say that we're better today than we were yesterday. And we're in first place. I know a couple callers said, oh, give David Stearns a chance. And you said, you even said we might win a series. Now, we might not win this division. So I'm going to repeat that. We might not win this division. Right. What are we, two three, two, three games up over the Cardinals? What, it's, uh, what is, it? is it three right now? I'll double check real quick, but three. I want to make sure it's three. It is nobody, three. We have nobody in our lineup that's scary as, as Pujols and the catcher in the St. Louis lineup. You know, and you, we're all thinking Devin Williams can just slide into the closer pot. That's not how baseball works, fellas. It's different pitching in the sixth, seventh than it, than it is in the eighth and ninth. It's just, the, it's just the way it goes. And when are we going to state that Moneyball doesn't work? It doesn't produce a World Series. It, you, you might get in the playoffs. You might make your owner a couple more dollars, but it doesn't produce winners. Baseball players and talent produces winners. What we did yesterday was send the best pitching talent in, in relief form to the West Coast, and we got four maybes in return. That's why the baseball world is like, what the hell did the Brewers just do? But I've gotten calls from all over the country the last, you know, 48 hours about this trade, and none of them were positive. Yeah, no, so yeah, I'm with you there. We we were also in that boat. We we haven't had a lot of positive calls about the trade either. Oh yeah, I don't think I I don't think we've had any to be well aside from the last one. We've had like maybe one or two, but that's it. Yeah, the last guys like give David Stern a chance. Like right. how many chances is this guy going to get? Right. We need a baseball guy in Milwaukee. You know, yeah. we got the best manager in the game. We had the best reliever in the game, and now we don't. Is it no. Stearns, though, though, Lewis, or is it the fact that Adonazio doesn't want to pay Josh Hader the arbitration money and kind of forced David Stearns to make a move for Josh Hader? Why, why did he make the move he made? You know, Stearns is the one who made the trade. I'm sure that, you know, that there were other offers out there. And, and he, like, you, the, like you said, you got tweets. Mark, if you can't pay, sell the team, man. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, he, he can sell the team tomorrow. You know, but you, you get these owners and – a lot of things, they would like one more thing than money, and that's power. So Mark, as the owner of the Brewers, he possesses power. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to relinquish that because then he's not in the club of 30 who has the power and the money. He just has money. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And people with money think more money is boring without power. Lewis, <laughs> so appreciate now, Oh, go ahead. And, you know, that's, that's what we're stuck with. It reminds me of a trade, I want to say 85, 86. The Brewers sent their best player in Gary Sheffield to San Diego. And in turn, we got Ricky Bonas and two or three other stiffs. And I think maybe a bag of baseballs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it easy, man. Appreciate the phone call, Lewis. Yeah, it's, and, and that's, that goes way back. Gary Sheffield, of course, became a terrific player in San Diego. Yeah. Wow, has San Diego been the enemy this whole time? I guess so. But didn't Gary Sheffield not want to be here? No, he did not want to be here. I mean, yeah, I mean, at all. So. Sheffield, there was, there were a lot of things with him. Yeah, a lot of in Atlanta for some reason those didn't exist, and I never understood that if that was they were covering up for him and they did exist, or if he really was happier there or what. But once again, four one four six seven seven twelve. If you guys want to talk about what the Brewers did before the trade deadline and the fact that they how they didn't add a bat, according to Adam McAlvey on Twitter. McAlvey says the Brewers were in trade talks about bats today, but obviously nothing got to got to the finish line. David Stern said he was a bit surprised about some of the bats that stayed put around the league today. So interesting. Is that a JD Martinez? Is that a Ramon Laureano? Not sure, but either way, 
Doesn't look like the Brewers are adding a bat even after the trade deadline. 414-677-1250. Before we hear from Brandon Woodruff, let's get out to Roger and Cudahy. Roger, you're on the fan. Oh, is that me? No. And he dropped off. That's what it was. Roger. We get these like weird little, now that we upgraded our phones, once again, 414-677-1250, we get like these weird little sound effects when I put somebody on the air. And then like when they hang up, I don't know if you heard. Yeah. But it's like, doot, doot. Oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then that, I thought I, like, you know, ran to my mic, but it was Roger accidentally dropping off. It was it was the exact sound, though, because, like, I'll wear hats in here yeah. all the time, and I'll, I'll bump against the top of this thing above the mic, and it'll, yeah, it'll go boom, and it sounded just like that. Interesting. All right, should we hear what, uh, hopefully we'll hear from Craig Council in a couple minutes here, but should we hear from Brandon Woodruff? Yeah, we'll get Brandon Woodruff's reaction. I mean, you know, any reaction from Pittsburgh, I'm curious. So far, negative. Let's see what happens from Brandon Woodruff. Just what was your reaction to the news yesterday and what Josh has meant to you guys yeah uh honest reaction when I first saw it I just uh got done playing a little golf and I saw the news and I thought it was a joke you know um and then it kind of kind of sat in a little bit like you know that he had he had been traded in Trill and um I think you just think back to for me personally, it's uh, we've been teammates essentially since 2016 in Double A. We came up together same year. Um, we've we've played together a long time. We've won won a lot of ball games together. We've um, we've lost some. We've struggled together. You know, it's just like you go through those um, emotions of it. And you know what? The ball player, aside from it, you're losing a, a friend. You know, he's he's going in a in a different chapter now in his, in his career. And, and look, he's he's meant so much to the Brewers. Um, you just think back to all those runs and the playoffs, he's four-time All-Star, three-time reliever of the year. I believe that's correct. Correct me on that if I'm wrong. But, I mean, just an, an incredible career. And you've seen the development since we first got together in, in 16. So, um, you know, um, it's it's – you know, trades happen, and that's and that's part of the game. That's part of the business side of it, and you see the business side of it. But I think you're you're for for us and for myself. You just you're you're, you're going to miss a good person, uh, not just from the baseball side of it, but just a, a good person. So, um, you know, I wish him well. I, I texted him yesterday and and you know wished him well and um, told him good luck. And um, you know, that's that. I know he's he's was busy yesterday and, and trying to get everything sorted out. So um, that's that's kind of um, what I got on it. I thought it was a joke. That, those are the words that stood out to me from, from Woodruff, who I think was calmer about it, that, that Mississippi demeanor came out there. But uh, it is, I, I believe, a bit of a shock to a Brewers team that has been competing, that has been trying hard to compete, win the division, go far in the playoffs. It's tough to have a, a big piece taken away from you. This, this is the competitive side of the players that is being affected right there. And, and again, as we lead up here to the Brewers and Pirates in Pittsburgh, we have, we have reaction from all around, including Craig Council. Sam, we, we're ready for, uh, for Craig Council. Here is the Brewers manager's thoughts a few minutes ago. Well, I mean, we, we acquired a really good, really good pitcher. Um, and uh, you know, in combination with with Devin and Box, and um, and tomorrow with with Bush, I think we've got um, some some options for sure. I mean, I think Devin's going to play a big role in that. I think Rogers can play a big role in that, and um, we'll, we'll be a little more 
flexible with it probably um, using some matchups a little bit more um, but I think we can you know I mean I think we got good choices down there and um, very confident we'll be able to close out games so there's that thought where we didn't know if Craig Council would name a specific closer and I think he's not going to name a specific closer it seems like Rodgers and Devin Williams are both decent options for the ninth inning for various reasons. Rodgers was a closer until just a few days ago in San Diego. So he may be a guy for the ninth inning. And then you've got the whole question of a guy coming in from the outside to close out games. That's that's a, a different thought, too. I mean, Hayter was a guy the Brewers had been very much used to. Christian Yelich among the players speaking before today's game in Pittsburgh about the trade. He's been a huge part of what we've done here the last um, five years. He's a big part of the, the success that we've had. And um, we're going to miss him. Obviously, wish him, wish him the best of luck. He's a, he's a great guy. He's a big part of this clubhouse. Um, but at the same time, we got some, some great pieces back um, that should help us out a lot. I think, uh, you know, David, Matt, Mark, they've done, they've done really well over the last five years. And I think they've earned... Um, the trust in everybody in this room that they have the best, best interest of this team in mind. He was a huge, huge part of our success, you know. Um, having him in the ninth inning, just getting the ball to him, um, it's pretty much a sure thing most of the time, um, you know. But it was good to, you know, like learn from him and have him to kind of feed off of um, you know I picked up a lot of things from him over the past couple years so you know having that guy there was really big for me they're both quality arms um, definitely some proven big league arms there so um, got some backhand experience there which will help us out and um, they'll just fit in wherever we need to and we'll all move wherever we need to to win some games you know luckily I just did this four months ago so hopefully I can kind of seamlessly you know, integrate myself and um, their part is not forcing things or having expectations just kind of let things come and uh, naturally progress um, especially in this game and with relationships and trying to learn names and within the midst of all that just you know it'll come with time and you don't need to force those things. Valley Sports Wisconsin uh, bringing us sound from uh, different players to, talking about the reaction the last guy you heard from there was Taylor Rogers. This is the, the guy acquired by the Brewers as part of this deal and a guy that's going to be counted on to be a big arm in the back of the bullpen. Sammy, the reason I, I gestured at the TV screen, when we, we, were, we were watching that and listening to it at the same time, and I gestured at the TV screen. You, yeah. You've worked with me for a fair amount of time, but not probably not long enough to know that that gesture mean, it always means the same thing. Something's misspelled. Oh, really? Yeah. They spelled it like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, they put a D in there. I I sent an email to at my day job, to the to the producers of our shows on CBS fifty eight, and I said his name is not spelled the same way Aaron Rodgers' name is spelled. Don't make that mistake, please. Just R O G E R. Right. S. Right. Mm, and they put a D in there. Valley Sports. What are you doing? Yeah, it's tough, man. We love the people though at Valley Sports. Of course, of course. No, you know, like we're we're not trying to blast anybody, no. but you, you got to get it oh, right. Trust me, it happens here all the time. You know, sometimes Going fast. You we're, know, we're putting out tweets and stuff, and there needs to be an edit button on Twitter. I'm yes. just going to say that. Oh. How is there not an edit button on Twitter? Like, look, I I want to obviously be right about everything, and don't want to make our station look like a fool. But sometimes I'm working with you know, whether it be with Kevin, where I'm just running the board and yeah. doing everything else. You know, sometimes we get a little rushed and things happen. But anyways. 
good to hear from some of the players. I, I will say this, though. We heard from those guys, Brad Boxberger, Devin Williams, Christian Yelich, and Taylor Rogers, and Craig Council and Via Valley Sports Wisconsin. The facial expressions on all those guys. Yep. Woof. Said a lot, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was not good if you were watching that. Um, facial expressions are not very positive, as it probably makes sense. But let's go out to the phone lines, 414-677-1250. It's got to Randy on the south side. Randy, you're on the fan. Hey, guys. Uh, just wanted to say, you know, I, I've grown to hate the trading, trading deadlines in all sports right now because, you know, you go into it, you listen to these national pundits, and they're saying, oh, the Packers are in on this, or the Bucks are in on this, the Brewers are in on this guy, and, you know, never happens. None of it ever happens. It's like, are they making this crap up? Either that or, you know, it's like you look at, at, at the Padres now. That's a team that went all in. Why doesn't any of our teams ever go all in? I'm so sick of this crap. I mean, I don't know. It just drives me nuts. Yeah, I think I think the Bucks did that championship year to an extent by bringing in PJ Tucker and guys like that. And I mean, to your point, Randy. I mean, Kevin brought it up yesterday. It goes to show that you can do it in Milwaukee, and the Bucks did it, especially with having Giannis Antetokounmpo. But yeah, I'm with you, man. It's frustrating. I mean, most of the insiders were right about the top pieces being traded, but yeah, unfortunately, none of it having to do with the Brewers. It's very frustrating. I get, I get where you're coming from. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm, you know, everybody says, well, we have the farm club. and But you know what? I don't care about the farm. I don't care about five no. years from now. Yeah, I'm so- sick and tired of waiting on the farm club. Just trade them. Get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you're, you're trying to win this season. That's what you have. You have a group of players trying to win the championship of 2022. And they are going to have a lot of difficulty understanding if a great player for the 2022 team is now no longer a player on the 2022 team. That's... That is something that that the competitive part of sports, again, you you go back to the purest inside portion of what sports is, which is, you know, a game, a kid's game being played by this group against this other group with, you know, know, the same rules and the same stipulations and whatever. It's your nine against their nine in baseball, whatever it is. That's, you know, that's the pure aspect of it. And this doesn't jive with it. It's a good team with a good player that's no longer on this good team that's trying to win. And and there are, are reasons, but those reasons are way more complicated than the simple game that, that we want to see. We'd like to see our guys be on the same field with the other guys in terms of the, you know, the, the ability to field quality guys on the field and win. Right. Uh, real quick, before we hit a break, let's get out to the phone lines one more time here. We got starting lineups for you guys as well. We'll do that after the break. But 414-677-1250, let's get out to Aaron in Atlanta. You're on the fan. What's up, Aaron? Oh, hold on. That's my fault. There we go. Thanks, guys. Appreciate being on. I cannot tell you how embarrassed I am right now. Atlanta, remember last year? They brought all these guys in. What did the Brewers do? They gave up Hater. That was their best chance to actually do good in the playoffs this year. And after that, they did nothing. So. Yeah. I mean, Aaron, I you know my best, wife too. Tonight, they brought in what? Last year, they brought in Jorge Soler, Duvall. All those guys, and they all played a crucial part. The ball and the Rosario, yeah. yeah. I was at both those games that we lost. They retooled the oh, entire cool. outfield, all three, all three spots in the outfield at the trade deadline. Right, they, they, and, they, and they won a title. And what did we do? Traded for a bunch of uh, old relievers who might be uh, needed a fix or two in order to be productive, especially with Nelson Lamette uh. and Matt Bush. 
And I'm we got so Trevor sad. Rosenthal. I pay, I pay a lot of money to watch the Brewers down here, and it's uh, it's just sad. I, I hear you, man. Hey, uh, what what part of Atlanta, if you don't mind my asking? Alpharetta. Okay, I grew up in Conyers. Ah, nice. So yep. I know the, I know it's the area. Yeah, but like, no, I just I call to talk about the Brewers. I mean, it's so disappointing. I I grew up playing baseball. I love baseball. Ever since I moved here, I pay for the MLB package every year to watch them, and. Just this year, it's just, it's been so disappointing what the management has done with the team. I mean, uh, I don't want to become a Braves fan, but you will not become a Braves fan. <laughs> oh, <my wife>. <laughs> <laughs> Good, appreciate Good. the phone call, Aaron. Thanks for the voice of reason with you there. No problem. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. All right. This woman might have like, he will not become a Braves fan. She is making sure of it. I love it. Thank you, Voice of Reason. Back to finish it up on the afternoon show next. The Fan Afternoon Show, 1250 AM. The Fan, Kevin Holden from CBS 58, stepping in for the week here. Sam Schmidt's behind the controls. Man, just running from room to room, doing a fantastic job. That I, you, you guys, we're going to have to put like a webcam in here so they can see you. We they have they do at other stations and especially at our sister station six seventy the score they always have cameras in the studio for like live feeds and all that. There's sometimes where I wish we would just so that people realize like what we had to do like work wise sometimes because I love working with you man. Yeah, but, it's you know, a blast. I gotta I gotta run the board. I gotta do like social media. I gotta screen calls on the other side and all that. So it can get a little hectic. And then we were playing. It was literally back and forth between you know this side and the other studio trying to get the feed from the TV, trying to hear from the players and all that. But it is what it is, but sometimes I'm like, man, eh, I'm kind of glad we don't because you know, I can just literally wear like sweatpants mm-hmm. or whatever. I can show up and look like a mess, and nobody will know. That's <laughs> the beauty of radio, Kevin. I don't need makeup before I go on the air. Uh, man, that a world that where that is the case for everyone is would be a wonderful world. <laughs> that is the worst. And you know the funny thing about it is when people see like, okay, I've got this bag, right? You see this giant bag I have here? Yeah. It's a, it's it's ridiculous to have this bag. It's a giant bag. Yeah. It's like an Indiana Jones satchel. There's the makeup. There it is. There it is right there. Just oh, no. Like a base, like a foundation base. It's literally like a little, it's like a bottle. Like a, like your mini, like, you know, Jack Daniels. Yeah. You know, little chase or whatever. But of makeup. <laughs> you, uh, it, it was probably the first time makeup's ever been in this studio. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, <laughs> have you seen Bart Winkler? <laughs> you, you want me to leave this for him? Yeah. Is that a good idea? Can you imagine Bart Winkler with me? Well, I mean, he used to do TV yeah, back in the day. He might, he he might put have out, had makeup. He put out a video a couple days ago. If you remember the Brett Favre Sports Illustrated and how hard it was to find back yeah. in the day? He did a video, apparently, when he was on TV, of like going around town trying to find it. It was very funny seeing young Bart Winkler. Still the same guy, honestly, at the end of the day. Right. But it is what it is. Brewers uh, inactive today at the trade deadline. Trevor Rosenthal, the acquisition of the day. A reliever that uh, notched 40-plus saves in consecutive years for the Cardinals, but that was 2014 and 2015. Yeah, it is unfortunate. Um, I was hoping that the Brewers would add a bat, but it is what it is. It looks like this is the offense that they're going to be going with uh, into the postseason, including Asturi Ruiz, uh, probably before the postseason. But we do have a lineup today, Kevin, before we get out of here for uh, Game 1 of Brewers-Pirates. Some good news, though, before I get to the lineup, if you guys didn't hear earlier today, Freddie Peralta will be activated tomorrow and will be starting against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, man. So Freddie Peralta will be back. And what better team to go up against in your first you know, game back from a rehab assignment than the Pittsburgh Pirates? So good to see Freddie Peralta back. And today's starting lineup for your Milwaukee Brewers, Kevin. As per usual, batting leadoff for the Brewers, Christian Yelich in left field, Willie Adamas in the second spot at shortstop. Rowdy Telez at first base, who would be batting third. Andrew McCutcheon at DH will be in the cleanup spot. 
Colton Wong batting fifth for the Milwaukee Brewers at second base. Hunter Renfro in right field batting sixth in the lineup. Luis Urias <laughs> will be batting seventh, as the Brewers PA announcer likes to say. Mark Richards, yeah. Um, he will be playing third base today. Batting eighth for the Brewers, Victor Caratini will be behind the plate. And batting ninth for the Milwaukee Brewers, Tyrone Taylor in center field. And on the mound for the Brewers, Corbin Burns. So six and seven are righties. Yeah. Is that, that, that I remember right? Renfro six yeah. and Urias seven. Urias. Urias. I love that. Or Omar Narvaez. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, it goes Renfro and then Urias. So righty, righty. Yeah. So everything else is, is lefty, left, righty, right. left. Yeah. Yeah. Left, right, left, right, left, right, right. Yeah. Uh, switch Which is a very, and then right. <laughs> a very council-ish thing to do, you know? Right. That's why I still think Renfro in the four spot makes a lot of sense because he's uh, they have a righty hitting fourth. Devin just sort of... This is Devin Williams we're listening Devin, to there, right? I was supposed to play, I meant to play this as our closing music. Jeez. There we go. <laughs> I wake up, up to go to scrub. But, uh, 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 uh. Do they sell relievers there? <laughs> yeah, do they sell bats? <laughs> the scrub, a dub, scrub club. Padres can't do it. Wash your car every day if you want. It's one low price starting at $13 per month. <laughs> Sammy, appreciate everything, man. We'll be no back problem. here at 3 o'clock tomorrow, 1250 a.m. The Fan, the afternoon show. Kevin Holden, CBS 58, Scrub-A-Dove time. To join the Scrub-A-Dove Scrub Club. Hard to say, easy to use. Sign up at scrubadub.biz. I want to join the Scrubadub Scrub Club. Hard to say, easy to use. Wash your car every day if you want. One low price starting at $13 a month. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.